And this episode of The Rise to the Top is proudly sponsored by our good friends at GoToMeeting by Citrix Online, the easiest way to do online meetings now, of course, with HD faces so you can see everyone else in the meeting. So if you want to try it for free on The Rise to the Top, here's what you got to do. Head over to GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE for 45 days on me. And a quick reminder... Anywhere on the Rise to the Top that you see the Rise VIP sign up, make sure to enter your email and get involved because here's the thing. When you become a Rise VIP, you're going to get extra commentary on episodes. You're going to get surprises. You're going to get some – I can't even reveal all the stuff that you're going to get. So look for the sign up box in the show notes of every episode on the RiseToptop.com and also on the right side. And now here's today's interview. Well, welcome everyone to the Rise to the Top. I'm David Seidman. I hope you recognize this gentleman that is joining me today. And if you don't, that's all right. We're going to go through his entire life story. Probably not. But uh, Justin Lucas Savage joining me. Uh, Justin, how many times have you been on The Rise of the Top? At least once? Twice? Once? At, at least, least once. Maybe twice. All right. We're going to have to go through the archives. We, we may have been drinking the second time. I <laughs> yeah, that, we didn't even have the computer on. Um, so, um, so first of all, first of all, welcome. Thanks for coming back. You know, and, and I reached out because the real topic we're going to dive into today is business coaching. You know, getting a coach um, for our, you know, people in our community, you know, people that are, that are interested in getting coaching and, and what they can look for and, and how to find the right coach and stuff like that. Um, but before we get into that, cause it's such a hot topic and it's something that's so important. It can really make the difference between success and failure in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit just for people that are, that, that are meeting you again, uh, through the show here, a little bit about you and kind of, uh, a tad bit about the cliff's notes of your story. Well, the, the cliffs, no, that's a great way to put it. We'll, we'll keep it real short. Um, I had a traditional job, although it wasn't so traditional. I was an airline pilot, um, got really tired of being gone all the time and traveling, and I had a new family, and kids were growing up and all that. And so I started a business, sort of unrelated to what I'm doing right now, but it was with coaching, and I really just kind of um, sharpened my teeth on that and figured out what I was supposed to do, but also growing my own business at the time. Other businesses started taking notice. I was actually doing some things right. I became full-time as a coach. And uh, these guys just started asking, well, what are you doing? How are you doing that? So I started working with them and um, a lot of trial and error, David, to get to this point. I've screwed a lot of things up, um, hopefully more than many other people will, and especially coaches. But along the way, I've hired a lot of coaches myself. And oh, so- okay. I didn't even know. Um, that. I mean, that's just that's paramount to me. I mean, so even even now, it's more my peers, and sometimes we're trading things back and forth. And gosh, on uh, Monday about a week ago, I was talking to somebody in Texas, and we were just trading some things back and forth. And I was kind of coaching him and getting some insight on on some of my things too. But um, yeah, I've man, I hire coaches all the time. So I've I've figured out what to look for and what not to look for. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you have. I mean, when we, when, when we talk about this topic that we're just about to discuss here, I mean, coaching, there is probably no one under the sun to talk about this that's more qualified than you. Because if I, if I were to go the gamut of, of things, I mean, yes, you're, you've done tons of coaching in a variety of different industries. Second of all, you coach coaches as well, right? Like you've, you, yeah. you did, you, you've coached coaches. You've had, you know, coach radio where you, where you, where you talk about the coaching industry you have a book on coaching. I mean, it's just endless and you've hired zillions of coaches. So I can't think of anyone better. So this is a, <laughs> a, a great topic to hop into. Let's maybe get start with some of the basics because as you know, a lot of rise nation 
you know, we're solopreneurs, you know, we're, we're building, you know, badass lifestyle businesses, especially online that are simple and fun. And we want to create income and we want to, you know, have fun outside of, of work and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people maybe haven't even considered thinking about a business coach. So, I mean, where mm -hmm. do we even get started with this? You know, is this a case of there's a certain time or, or kind of a rule of thumb to even start examining getting into this? Or is it just kind of on a case by case basis as well? Um, wherever you need help. I mean, it's, that's what I look at. I, I, I sort of get to a point where I'm, I'm stuck or I'm, there's something I don't want to do, or maybe I could figure out how to do it better. And it, it's just like hiring a website developer, man, I, I could get in and I could do that thing. And, and, and I could, I can do it. Okay. Like I'm decent at doing that. In fact, I just launched, I've been in business for six years. I just launched a website that I won't mention here because it's not ready yet, but it's the first one that I'm finally pretty proud of doing, you know, and it took me a long time and I actually have fun with it. But other, th other times, like if it's for business, man, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to hire it out. I just, there's somebody that can do that way better than I can. And so for coaches, it might be marketing is a big one. My mm -hmm. business isn't growing quick enough. Um, I, I don't know where to find customers. Marketing is a big one. Sales is a big one. I worked, in fact, that's one that I've hired myself as a great sales coach. Uh, I used to have a number of coaches that work with me. I brought him in and he worked with my entire team. And just immediately within the first month and a half, I recouped the cost of the coaching, of just the price that he charged for coaching. So you figure out where are you not up to par? Where do you want to get better at doing something? Find somebody who's who has excelled at that or who is excelling and has the heart of a teacher and then and can teach you about it because it's going to be well worth the money. Yeah, you know, it's what I've noticed and is it and, and I used to be and I, I feel like a lot of people are in this boat. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna share this because it's uh revealing, if you will, and just <laughs> honest, is that you know, when I was starting in business, um I thought I had all the answers. You know, like many entrepreneurs You're not and, alone. If I, and if I didn't have the answers, I would just screw it up and then figure it out, screw it up, yep. figure it out, screw it up, figure it out. And I was never one to really wanna bring in help early on, you know, yeah. and I think a lot of our community and let me know in the comments too here, is in that But like, Sometimes, you know, you're just like, God, you know, I can figure it out or I can Google that or I can do this, whatever. But my first coaching experience that I hired was for a, uh, as my wife's pager is going off here for the hospital, by the way, in the background here, um, is the first coach that I hired was a scary moment. It was when my book was coming out in the end of 2010 and I yeah. hired Elizabeth Marshall, who is uh -huh. an expert in book marketing and strategy from a relationship building perspective. And mm -hmm. I got to tell you, it changed my game. It changed my, my convictions. It changed my belief system on like that coaches were like mm -hmm. sketchy and not, not focused on results or anything like that. And mm -hmm. it really changed the game for me. And I bet a lot of people are kind of in that boat. Don't you think, Justin? Oh, I mean, hugely. I mean, that was a big thing for you. In fact, you and I, I think we met in person. In fact, I don't remember what year that was, but it, I think it was Easter weekend or just after that. Yeah. And you had, I think that was just in the works and you hadn't announced it to anybody. And, and I remember talking about that with you. That's a good example. Like, I mean, if I had, so I've self-published a book and if I was doing a traditional book like you, man, I'd be on the phone calling you and some of the other guys that I know that have gotten books out. But otherwise, where do I start marketing and all that? I've got some ideas, but man, I'm going to get somebody in. And, and, and by the way, just because let's say me as an expert, 
as a coach is good at doing something doesn't mean that I'm not going to hire somebody to, to help me with, mm -hmm. with that thing that I am good with because two minds are always better than one. Mm -hmm. Even if it's to solidify the great ideas that you have, if somebody comes in and they're like, man, that's, that's great. It is going to work. You're going to sleep better at night. Find that person who is knowledgeable on that and hire them. I don't think twice about that. Right. Actually, a friend of mine um, who competes in she, – she competes in fitness model competitions, right? She knows uh -huh. her workouts. She knows her diet. She knows all these things. But you know what? She hired a coach anyway for her latest competition yeah. because she wanted to take her brain out of it. She wanted to have someone else to kind of hold that – accountability, get a different perspective. So there was, there was other reasons as opposed to, as you just mentioned, like, I think that that's a kind of maybe a misconception is thinking to yourself, okay, I don't know something. I need to know it versus, you know, I might already know something and I need someone to bring a different perspective or accelerate it or bring more stuff out of me. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's even if I'm, if I'm the foremost expert on this, I'd be crazy to think I still can't learn from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so I do all the time. Now, let's talk about people that are maybe looking to hire their first coach. And you know what? We can make up a fake example of what it's going to be, whatever we want to do here. Um, and, and what I like about the, the internet, of course, here is that you could get a lot more specific than you probably could about 10, 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Like oh 10, gosh. 15 years ago, you could probably find a, a business coach, um, marketing coach, you know, but then you, you know, now there's people that are like, they focus on internet marketing launches or you know product creation or something like uh -huh. that. There's very mm -hmm. specific ways to go about it. Where do you start um, when you get going here? And maybe talk about you know some of the pitfalls and, and where people mm. make mistakes here as well. That's a man. That's a great question. And I'm I approach this maybe a little bit differently than somebody. Let's just take the opposite end of this as somebody who's just brand new in business, for instance. I may get a coach for. For health, you can get a coach to help you stop smoking, lose weight. You do all of that. Let's just take it from a business perspective. Um, you're brand new in business. And you want that marketing coach. Where do you start? That is a really tough one. I mean, I've been in the business for so long that I just know where to go. Mm -hmm. You can give me some fee, and that might even be a good thing. And I'm not. How many emails am I going to get if I do this? If you if you need a coach in an you'll, area, you'll find out. Okay. <laughs> it's, you're in too deep now. Go ahead. Let me. <laughs> we can't edit. Um, let's let's do this because people can't spell my name, so I think I'll get half as many emails. Um, if uh, if you need a coach for something specific, hit me up on Twitter. It's at Lucas Savage. It's just my last name, and uh, and tell me what you're looking for, and I'll, I'll help connect you with somebody. All right. Cool. Um, that I think is the best way to go about doing it. Talk to somebody who's knowledgeable. If somebody comes to me and says I need help with sales. I'm knowledgeable about sales and I think I'm decent at it, but I am not your coach. Mm -hmm. And I know who to Pierce Mars is the guy that I connect you with. Mm -hmm. um, and so get in touch with me and I'll hook you up with him. Talk to people who have worked with those guys, getting, you know, going to somebody like Pierce and saying, hey, who have you worked with? Can I talk to three of them? He'll give you some names, but he's not, he's a, let's be real. He's going to give you the great names, right? That are going to give him a good reference. Try and find somebody to refer a coach that they have hired and worked with. And Pierce is the sales guy, by the way, that I have hired and worked with. So do it from that perspective. If you just search for, I need a marketing coach, I don't know how many bazillions of right. results you're going to get on Google. And in my opinion, that's sort of a horrible way to start. I mean, if you start looking around and you get a bazillion of those, the top ones are going to have pretty decent presences online, I think. If they have a bad one, I wouldn't hire them. 
but most of them I think are going to have a good one. So you need to look around. You need to talk to other people. Their message boards are a great way to do that. You start asking questions and saying, I need a coach. The, people are just going to start referring. And it's really cool sitting in my position, David, to go to certain message boards. And it's not just random ones, but ones that I've been to before. And somebody, and I might, you know, get into a discussion and somebody will have already recommended they call me. And I'm like, wow, I'm not working with very many people. And I'm, I'm really honored that somebody would have done that. Right. Um, that's a great way to do that. So ask your friends, ask those online relationships, go to Twitter and see what people recommend. Right. And I think to add on top of that is sort of kind of paying attention. So what I mean by that is that when I was interviewing, um, well, when I interviewed a lot of people that had six and seven figure success stories online. Okay. Mm -hmm. One of the questions I asked them was who are your mentors? Did you have any coaches? Did you have any questions like that? And yeah. names started coming up over and over again. Right. One of those names that came up was Ryan Lee. Right. Among many other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then I started to have a trust factor. I needed some help with something. You know what? Hired Ryan for something. It worked out very, very well. You know, yeah. so it's kind of a paying attention factor, too. Now, this is where it gets interesting. And, and we'll talk about the qualities of a good coach here in a second to look for. Um, but I've always had this conundrum, if you will, Justin, especially on the Internet here, is the issue of one on one coaching sessions. Okay, small group coaching sessions, mm -hmm. and then also a we could call it I don't I don't know if you have a better name from it, but like a, basically a product um, that is sure. coaching. You know, so for yeah. example, like I'm a member of Ryan Lee's 1K per day formula, teaches you how to you know create higher price product products. I don't know how many people are a member of it. Could be ten thousand. It could be a hundred. I don't know, but it's mm -hmm. you know weekly sessions we do online and stuff like that, and. You know, you have each of these different things. Is there a way, is it just depend on your personality, comfort level, money you have? Like, how do you even know where to go about that, you know? Yeah, man, that's fantastic. It is going to differ for every single person. Um, so many times I find myself gravitating towards the group coaching because I, and I'm going through a series at coachradio.tv right now where I just started asking people some questions and, and saying, you know, what can we help you with? And one of the, the most common things are people are saying, I'm growing a business, but I don't, I don't know what questions to ask. I'm, right. I'm sort of stuck. I don't know what questions to ask. Group coaching is great for that. I mean, a, a really good coach can help bring some of that out. But my personality, David, I love learning. If I'm in a group of five, six, eight people, whatever that is, they're asking really good questions. I might sit for two hours. In fact, I did in, in person about a year, year and a half ago. I was in a group with about eight other people and a facilitator, a coach. And it was just, it was all just random, seemingly businesses. And I could go for two hours and not say a thing and walk away with some fantastic ideas oh, that I wanted to do in my own business because they're asking the questions. And I'm like, I didn't even think to answer, to ask that. I mean, let me, hold on a second. Let me, you know, and I'm writing that down. I'm that's like, this is an awesome point. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. From that perspective, I love group coaching. It's not, it doesn't line up with my personality. I mean, a lot of people see me out doing media and stuff. I'm really mostly an, an introvert. Unless somebody's asking me to speak somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to get up and lead something. Um, but so when I push myself to do a group coaching as a participant, man, I just get a ton out of those. And the really small groups, like six to eight people, is ideal for me. One-on-one, um, -on -one, if you're not interested in doing that, here's the problem with this. 
Somebody, so a lot of people come and they say, well, I don't want to share my ideas with other people. They're going to steal them. Well, you're probably, your business yeah. isn't going to work out anyways. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's, problem. again, that's a scarcity mindset there. That's yeah. Not, that's not I mean, there's a lot that's of problems. That's not how we fly on that. the rise to the top, bro. Exactly. That's not how exactly. we fly. <laughs> where, where I really love, and I think that that one-on-one that -on -one coaching shines, is somebody says, you know what? Social media, I, I, I see it. I understand that it's there. I have an interest in doing it. I just, I want to crash course on so, social media. What do I do? That's where I, as a coach, especially love, not necessarily social media, but plugging in on one specific problem and saying, let's use this to address the growth of your business. Um, that's where that's really good. Um, coaching specific products and things like that that you mentioned, I think can be lower cost. So if you're like dirt broke, um, maybe you should push yourself to do some of the other things. They could be really good too. Um, those are a great starting point sometimes. Sometimes they're so good that they're the ending point too, but a great point to dip your toe in the water and say, okay, let me see what kind of return I get out of this. And it could be great, mm -hmm. but I think there's a time and place for all three of those. Yeah, no, I agree. And I've seen, I've, I've purchased, I've created all three. You know, I've seen, I've yeah. seen it all throughout the gamut. You know, when I had the book come out, like I said, I needed one-on-one. -on -one. And this is just ideas to think about because I wanted to learn exactly what to do for my book with my yep. relationships and figure out what to do. And Elizabeth was excellent with that. She kept me on track. We had a one-on-one -on -one relationship. It's awesome. I've hired her twice since then for various other things. Every single time it works out. Also done the, the self-starting part. It just depends on the context. But I just wanted people to know that are maybe introing to this that, yes, there's kind of many ways here that they can go about it. Now, yep. you've hired a lot of coaches. You've been in this industry for a while. There has to be some common uh, mistakes here. I'm putting up the, I'm putting up the quote fingers, yeah. um, of maybe, uh, and I, I can't even, I, this is one of those things. I don't even know what I don't know, what I don't know, uh, what I'm going to ask here, but <laughs> the idea here of that, there might be some pitfalls, some mistakes to look for, uh, to avoid. Um, have you made any that you are like, ah, oh, don't do that again. That's coming down as a rule when hiring a coach or something like that, or anything that we can save ourselves a little mm. bit of time or money that, um, maybe you've wasted or have learned other people have wasted. <laughs> I've wasted a lot. Um, I was telling somebody earlier today, back in uh, 2006, it probably was, maybe 2007, I launched an e-commerce site just as a side to sell some of my own products. Probably 120 hours into that thing. Right. Isn't that nuts? Because now you can grab like FoxyCart and some of those other ones out right. there. Right, six like, minutes, it's up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So I've wasted a lot of time. Um, I think there's probably a lot that could fall into that category. I think the biggest thing to look out for is those somebody that has experience, like do your homework and research on them. And if they don't have any experience, that's a big red flag. You know, what have they done? I'm hiring for a position right now. And that's one of the things I'm actually looking for. We're, we're not really hiring a coach, but we're, we're hiring somebody with this coach mindset. Mm -hmm. So they're not working one-on-one. -on -one. They are kind of doing some group stuff, but I'm looking for experience. Like I got some really good things from, I got 60 resumes. It was just nuts. And I'm like, how do I go through this? And one of the very first things I looked for was, you know, maybe they're working for a corporation and that's fine. We want to make them self-employed so they can just do whatever they want in their own time. But, you know, what is, what is their experience? If you've worked for a corporation, were you in a position where you've done branding that we're looking for with other people, with, you know, with yeah. other corporations, you know, as a B2B thing? If you've done it on your own, and I don't even care if you've never professionally done it for other people, have you started other businesses where you've developed your own brands and have they grown? And actually, the some of the people that are at the top, uh, we're still going through this process of, of being hired for this position, 
have not really ever gone out in a professional role to do it for other people. They've done it for themselves. And that's a big thing. It's, it's kind of a cobbler's shoes type of thing. But if you, if you haven't, if, if I hire you for marketing to keep using that example, if you haven't been able to market yourself, Right. There's there's a big red flag there. Right. And that seems to be how like the most successful people start cuz you know, fitness is always an interesting case, right? Like when it comes to coaching and stuff like that mm -hmm. because uh it's it's very um overt uh, as how you can judge people at it, right? Not necessarily mm -hmm. correctly, but I'm just saying that when you look at someone and they're extremely fit, right? There's mm -hmm. a difference in how you're going to perceive that versus as we could call being bluntly the fat trainer. Okay, <laughs> you know the fat trainer. You know it's you know it's like just like the poor money manager. We're gonna work through this together. <laughs> and, and so you know what I've always found interesting about that, like when I did a fitness thing, and when I see people have success, there's a couple ways to go, um, and it's kind of a chicken or egg type. Well, not chicken or egg, but left or right hand. Mm -hmm. You could go after someone that is in perfect shape and say, "Teach me." They might not be a great teacher, you know what I mean? But you might yeah. be have issues, or you might have someone on the other end that. Um, you know, does coach the top people already. They might not even, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you have, you have that idea of someone that's done it for themselves and now they're just beginning to teach it versus someone that maybe isn't exactly doing it themselves, but they've gotten great results from other people that they've been coaching. That to me right. always sounds like a conundrum, if you will, mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, it's kind of like, that. you know, the, the whole professional golfer, Tiger Woods, or whoever you want to use. I don't know anything about his coach, but has he won in, he certainly hasn't done as well as Tiger Woods, or I probably would have heard about him. You know, what's he doing on tour? He's not. But there's also this thing that, that comes back to, you have to be able to teach the stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I, there's a whole bunch of stuff that, that lends itself to that because you can't just be good. You also have to be able to, to teach those skills and to pass them on to somebody else. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you said that um, we were messing around before, and I was like, do you, have any, do you have any thoughts on sort of like some keys to look for in a coach? And you had four. Yeah. Um, I'm going to yeah. read them right now, but maybe I feel we could dive into all four sure. of these. Because I think these yeah. are super, super important because th these all make sense. So here's the four things that you have here. This is what to look for in a coach. So a great listener, mm -hmm. coachable, visionary, results-driven. So a mm -hmm. great listener, coachable, visionary, Results driven. Maybe we could dive in a little bit to each sure. one, just at least scratch surface on it. Uh, a great listener. I'll sit back and listen, uh, even though I'm not <laughs> one. Uh, so, so, and, and why don't you talk, tell us about that? This, this, and it's so funny because um, about at least half of these, I fight myself. A great listener is the first one. Like, I am just a multitasker. I'm doing all this stuff. And I, now I've got kids. Oh, um, we've got a three, five, and seven-year-old. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got my phone right here. Yeah, and I got computers. Water. And, and yeah. so I'm just, yeah, I got I got to do that. My wife's talking to me, and, and I've got kids. And even this morning, I was working inside next to the fire and but is it warm out in St. Louis? It's not here. Yeah, it's, it's decently. Like, like, if we had a fire, we'd be really hot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're, we're not here. <laughs> Um, we're up in the mountains at 8,500 feet. And so I'm sitting next to the fire on the couch and I'm typing, I'm doing a blog post or something. And my daughter who is home and she's three years old, um, she comes up and she's, Hey, do you want to hear the song I made about grapes? And, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm, I'm genuinely excited to hear this song. And like five seconds into it, I'm, I'm watching her and I'm like, okay, get your hands away from the keyboard. Like I just, I have to intentionally do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this was a huge one when I started coaching. People would come in and we'd do a consultation. And back then, 
85% of the people would walk into my office and sit across the desk like this. And they would start telling me their story. And five minutes into it, I had their fix. Now, first of all, if I gave them their fix within that first five minutes, I wouldn't make any money. But that is, that's the worst, worst reason not to give it to them. Mm -hmm. If I gave them their fix within the first five minutes, it would not work. Because people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's wow. a famous quote that's floated around for quite a while. But in, if somebody just walked in off the street, didn't know who I was, and I, and I said, let me stop you guys right there. Here's what you need to do. And it was often couples back then. They're going to say, oh, okay, great. That's awesome. They're going to leave without a plan. They're not going to be able to institute it because I haven't given them the keys behind it. I haven't told them why it's going to work. In my mind, though, I know if I hear their problem, I can fix it almost instantly. Mm. But that's not what a good coach does because it doesn't work. Yeah, so you're saying basically that if a, a red flag, if you will, for hiring someone here, is a coach that right away is just pitching the crap out of you without knowing anything about what you're trying to get, what your goals are, what you're trying to do. Because I remember, like, and I'm using Elizabeth over and over again just because I think she's a great coach, not because she paid yeah. me for this endorsement, although <laughs> I will send her a bill in the mail. Um, no, but, uh, you know, is that when we first talked, she – just asked a zillion questions. Yeah. You know, oh, you know, what, what, you know, when's the book? Tell me about, can I read the book? You know, she was genuinely interested, you know, oh, what's the pro, you know, have you launched something before? Okay. You know, da, 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 da. Bottom line is she got me spewing in a good way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, and yep. I could tell though, again, that she was going to be someone that was just going to listen to me, pour it out and then kind of adjust or offer some insight. And I think that's obviously what a good coach does. Absolutely. I mean, I'll do 30-minute consultations with folks, and I don't do a whole lot of those anymore, but I might spend the whole 30 minutes asking questions and listening. We might get to the end of the 30 minutes, and we're hanging up, and I haven't even told them what I do or how I can help, but I'm asking questions, getting some insight, and most of the time we get to the end of that, they're asking me, and sometimes I don't even want to work with them by that point, which is ironic, but they're asking sure. me, Justin, what can you do? How can you help me? What is it that you offer? And for those people that struggle with closing, man, figure out, if you're a coach, figure out how you can help. All you're doing is listening, asking good questions, and listening some more, and solving problems. And if that's somebody you want to work with, I guarantee they'll ask you what you can do to help them. All right. Very but cool. A, a, yeah. A good coach is always a great listener. Very always. cool. And the second one, and this is kind of uh, almost sounds ironic, uh, coachable. So do you mean that yeah. the coach, is the coach coachable here? Is the coach coachable? Yeah. I mean, just like I mentioned earlier, David, I've hired so many coaches. I can't even count them. I mean, in the first year, the first 12 months of my business, I went to a program to figure out how, how to, I had the details of what I could do, but I needed to figure out how could I work with people. I did that for the next 12 months I was on my own and I grew the business to a very low point and it just stopped. And I'm like, I can't, I need to go full time doing this. I need to get off the road and be with my family. This isn't going to work. I just hired coach after coach after coach after coach. So, so many times yeah. I... And so since I don't work with a lot of, uh, a lot of you know, personal one-on-one -on -one clients anymore, but back when I did, it was like pulling teeth and they were like, I don't know if I'm going to, if I can hire a coach, you know, I don't know if I would ever do that. And I'm like, wait, you're getting in the business of hiring a coach and you do not see this opportunity. You have got to hire as many coaches as you can, just so you can figure out what works, what you like, what doesn't work, what never to do. If the coach you're looking at, ask him. 
Who's your coach? Who do you hire? Because every single week I talk to a minimum of three to four people that are helping me with my business. Now I'm not necessarily paying all of them and we're not on a, a you know, a set structure, right. but I'm constantly getting that input now. And in the beginning, I don't know how many tens of thousands of dollars I've spent in hiring coaches. And you have to ask somebody that. Interesting. And visionary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so visionary is somebody who can ask good questions, but, but if, if all they do is listen and don't offer anything to help you over that hump, I mean, it's, I'm sure everybody listening, whether they talk to somebody who called themselves a coach or not, has been in a conversation with somebody and maybe they've been stuck or maybe they didn't know they were stuck. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, wait a minute, and they've got this idea or whatever it is, and that, that, that coach or that other person hasn't necessarily said, do this, but they've facilitated a conversation or gotten you out of your rut enough so that you can dream a little bit more. Oh, very That's cool. Very cool. And results-driven. This is important, too, because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we, ha we have someone just sitting there at, you know, asking questions, offering insights. There has to be some kind of result from this, because I can yeah. remember... You know, so so tell us how, how how to go about this and think. about Oh my this. gosh, this is this can be this is like the old fashioned car salesman, like a huckster kind of car salesman, like, right. like not a good like one. tweed jacket, like mustache, exactly. Like uh, you know. Oh my gosh, what is it? What do I need to do to put you in this Ford Pinto? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like this in green or red? <laughs> exactly. So it's not enough to, and and that just jumps into my mind because my wife and I have been in the market here for a couple of weeks, and so. We've been going around and looking. We haven't talked to a lot of car dealers, but it, it's almost like a car dealer gets you really excited and you get in something and then you drive it off and you're like, what did I do? This was like a piece of crap. Right. You know, it's, it's two, results it's driven. Two and a half doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. And half this stuff doesn't work. The, this, this is the, the other half to the visionary. So the visionary is somebody who can get you to dream, but if it stops there, we're, we're a world full of dreamers. Hey, that's great. I think the world needs to dream more, but I think the world also needs to do more. And so a good coach is going to help identify what you need to be doing and help hold you accountable to do that so you get the results, which is why you hired him in the first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know it's one of those things that sounds obvious, right? And I, and I can't tell you, you know, I bet, Justin, if you were to go back to people that said, you know, coaching didn't work for me. If someone said something like that, or, you know, I didn't do it. And you know, they may, maybe they didn't hire the right person or a whole, a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. But I'd be interested to know people that say, because I started this on Facebook, we we're talking about this before we started recording. I started a conversation on Facebook. Oh, it was a while back, but we we're talking about coaching. And I said that one of the best decisions that I made was hiring a coach to help me with, with some specific things. Mm -hmm. And people are like, yeah, right on. And you know, business coaches rock and da 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 da. And then some people came in on the other end and they're like, all I did was waste my money and yeah. my time and yeah. I got ripped off and I got screwed over. I would be interested to know one, what those people's expected results were. Number two, were those results discussed at the beginning or the, or the process that mm. they were looking for? And did they also follow through on what they were supposed to be doing and the coachable advice? I'd be curious because the thing yeah. is a coach it's still you taking action. A coach can enable it and do things like that, but you know, a coach can hold your hand, but at the end of the day, you have to do stuff no matter what, right? I mean, there's no coach yeah. that goes out and does that for you, and that's hiring someone to do work for you. That's a different thing. 
Yeah, you that is so vitally important. I think there's two things going on here. If if you had a bad coaching experience, it, a lot of I don't know, I I can't put a percentage. If you hired a coach and it was bad and now you're in this camp where you say I've gone through that, never hire a coach. There are two things that one of two things or maybe both of these two things. One, you should not have hired that coach. Because he didn't have these four things going on. You didn't check into references. You didn't see his prior work. You should not have hired that guy yeah. or that girl. And two, it's either an and or an or here. They shouldn't have let you hire them. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, if I'm letting somebody hire me, I'm also making the decision to hire them. Only they're the one paying. I, I have turned down a lot of people because they... I, there's a couple of things and it's mainly internally that I look at. If I know they're not going to do the work, do, do you think, so David, those things that you said, that's not somebody I want to work with me and then go out and say, you know what? I hired a coach. In fact, his name was Justin Lucas Savage and you don't need to do that. He was pretty horrible. In fact, make that decision in the beginning because having somebody pay you Five hundred or five thousand dollars does not matter if they're going to go out and tell everybody that it was horrible. You did not need that money that bad. If you needed that money, go work at McDonald's a little bit and keep your integrity and in, in, in check. Um, make sure that as a coach, you're hiring the right people. And so, if you go to somebody and they tell you and you want to work with them, but they say, you know, there's a couple of things that I, I think we're not a good fit for. That is a good coach. That's a great thing. Right. And, and take some notes. Maybe say, well, what are those two, three things? And maybe I can work on those for the next month or so or however long you think it'll work. Man, if somebody did that to me, David, after I told them that, that no, we wouldn't work together, man, I'd jump at the chance to work with them. If they went and, and said, okay, I've got you, these, I'm going to fix these and I will be back with you in two weeks after I do these and whatever that is. And they come back and they say, I did them. I check back in with you. What's next? What do I need to do in order to work with you? Sign me up. That's going to be, for me, the ideal client. Somebody who's both profitable and very, very fun to work with. So those two things you always have to look for. If you hated the coach that you worked with, it's not the process of coaching. You hired somebody that you shouldn't have hired or they let you hire them when they shouldn't have. Yeah, great point. And a lot of times I see that that first interaction or whatever it might be. And I know uh, Ingrid Elfer, who was on the show a few weeks ago, um, you know, she does celebrity, basically helping entrepreneurs become celebrities. And she was offered mm-hmm. something really exclusive just to our community. And we were talking about how it's sort of like a first date for people that jumped on that, right? Because she's got yeah. coaching programs that go up to... $10,000, you know, right. variety goes on up from there. Um, but, you know, exactly. And we just, we had a discussion about that just kind of randomly as we were talking about how, yeah, it's, it's, are we a fit or not personality wise, yeah. goal wise, you know, approach wise, everything. And if it's not, go find someone else that is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, there are, I mean, for a while, I don't know if it still is, but three years ago, coaching was the fastest kind of work out of your home, fastest growing business in America, just coaching in general, because you don't need much. You just need some experience. And and for that reason, there's a lot of bad ones out there. But the the good news is that there are a sea of great ones. So take your time to find a really great one. Right. And don't judge it. Like, you know, if I, if I pick up a book and it's my first book I've ever read and the book sucks, I'm not going to walk around and say books suck. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just not yeah. going to lie. Every book sucks. Do you know what I mean? I, you know, I mean, you just don't read to, them. They're just, horrible. So just uh, for people that are out there and then maybe you've been burnt before, you had a bad thing. You're just, think, I, I want people just to think about that. Think of this in a different way and say, you know what? Maybe I made a bad call. Maybe they made a bad call. Maybe uh -huh. I wasn't ready. Maybe they weren't ready, whatever it may be, but maybe try it again because I just don't want people that, that need some help to sit there and say, you know what? This, this stuff doesn't work because it really does. So Justin, yeah. this has been stupendous today as always with you my man i want to talk about this uh, free agent academy yeah. we have to talk about this because this is something that um last time we were on the show which was i don't know 17 years ago or whatever um <laughs> we were discussing free agent academy um and, and this is something that you're very very passionate about and i want to make sure that rise nation knows about this so why don't you give us a little spiel about it what's going mm -hmm. on and all that kind of stuff and then um i'll serve up a nice uh, beautiful link for everyone as well Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Um, just to keep it real brief, a guy by the name of Dan Miller started what is now the Free Agent Academy. Dan wrote a, a powerful book called 48 Days to the Work You Love, followed up by No More Mondays. And he's been a good friend of mine for a long time. Um, Dan, is he started that with his son, Kevin, who lives just down the street from me here. Uh, Kevin and I have been friends for a long time as well. And so that's one of the things that I, I partner on is it's really it's a school for free agency. Uh, and free agency being self-employment, running your your own life, and first and foremost, figuring out what you should do. Because a lot of people start in a business and they just say, oh, I can make money doing that, sign me up. You get a lot of experience doing that, but it's not necessarily the right thing for you to do. And so we've got what we call professors that lead up certain classes that help you figure out what you should do and then launch it. And we're um, overhauling it right now and giving it a new structure to, so people can walk through in a one-year period, figure out what business fits them best, and then all the way through to launch. And I mean branding, a strategic planning, marketing, your online strategy, it's everything. And people will walk through it in a 12-month in a period. So I'm really excited about it. We've been talking to you about it for a long time. It's gone through a number of changes and uh, this next one will not disappoint people. Yeah, it's, it's cool. And, and I think this hits the, the perfect subset. You know, a lot of people in Rise Nation here have a business. They're rocking it. They're looking to, you know, improve it and, and, and continue along the path. But there's definitely a subset. And I, I get notes about this and messages every day that are looking for what to do. I mean, I mean, they're looking yeah. for, they're like, I have this, I, I don't know. I don't know where to go. Um, this is a great place uh, to get you on that track. Because you might think one thing, you might, you know, because it's one thing to come up with an idea or follow a passion. That's what we mm -hmm. love to promote. It's another thing to make sure that's turning into something that can make money uh, and, and also fit the lifestyle that you want to create or, or that you already have. So th there's a lot of great stuff here. The link to check it out is going to be this. It's going to be therisetothetop.com slash free agent. So it's the rise to the top.com slash free agent. That's going to be linked up below. Check it out. Um, we've had plenty of people from Rise Nation go through and really enjoy the program. So I can't wait to see the, the new version as well, which I'm sure is going to be uh, pretty darn cool. Um, so make sure to check that out. Justin, what else is there to say, my man? I don't even know what else to say. We've said it all, man. Thanks for having me on. It's always a blast talking with you. All right, my man. And good luck with everything. Keep up the great work. And again, th thanks for sharing and helping out our, our peeps here. Thanks, David. All right. This was Justin Lucas Savage on the rise to the top. All that's linked up below. I'll see you next time. I'm David Seidman-Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.
And one more quick reminder to try GoToMeeting absolutely free for 45 days. Head over to GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE. And a reminder, sign up for that VIP list. You're going to hear about episodes first, extra commentary, all that kind of jazz in the show notes on the RiseTop.com and also on the right side of the website.